On the freeway, knocking young Jesus. On the freeway, knocking young Jesus. Chop and die, chop and die. One on two, one on chop two. Chop and die, chop and die. What you gon' do? Boy, 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 I ain't found my niche. Chasing my bag, I ain't found my niche. Boy, 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 I'm trying to get rich. Mask on, mask off, nigga chasing check. I'm about a bag, I'm about a bag. I'm about a bag, I'm about a bag. When I pull up, I'm about a bag. When I bounce out, I'm about a bag. I'm about a bag, I'm about a bag. I get a mic check, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Oh, that's what we're doing, huh? <laughs> All right, we're right into it, so it looks like you like rap. Oh. <laughs> Just like no, that. No, I know nothing about rap. Nothing about rap. All right, no. so what's your name? My name is Darla. Darla. Is yeah. that with the E or an I? <laughs> that's with the what? No, E or I. Okay. Was that a trick question? answered it. <laughs> <laughs> Darla Darla, huh? Yes. So you're from Tennessee. I'm not from Tennessee. Tell us about yourself. Come on, man. What are you doing? Okay, for? well. <laughs> what are you doing? Born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco. Bay yes, area. San Francisco Bay Area, born and raised. Um, my mom moved out here, probably here. Sacramento. Sacramento. Yes. What's the biggest difference? I just want to know. I'm starting fast. I'm charged up. The coffee's kicking in. Okay, here. right here in. We go. Sacramento, San Francisco. Yes. So the biggest, the biggest difference, right? Right now. The biggest difference, I would say, is city and country. So I feel like Sacramento is more country, and San Francisco, of course, is a city. So it's a fast life. Nothing rarely closes. You know, you come out here, everything's closed at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Um. Yeah, people dress different, so automatically, most of the time, well, really all of the time, people can tell off the bat that I'm not from here. Not because of your accent. I don't think I have accent. Me yeah, no. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. Okay. No way. Cool. So you're 21. <laughs> no, I'm 30, 32. 32 years old. Yes, every two years. Native. Native. 32. 32. Yes, 32. Okay. I mean, thank you, though. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that any day. Well, yeah. I, I can take 22, you know? That's fine. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, um, so what brings you to Sacramento? Uh, my mom's been here since my senior year in high school. Uh, when she first moved here, I did not come with her. I'm going to stay in San Francisco. And then I've kind of been back and forth, though, ever since then. Is that easy for you to do? Um, kids? No kids? I have kids. I have two kids, a girl and a boy, 14 and 9. Mm, started young. <laughs> I did. I was 19. 19, yes. Do you think that made a difference? Do you think, like, uh, you said 14 and 9? Mm-hmm. So, five-year difference. Do you think right. if you had both later, it would change anything in your life? Or? Um, I don't think that it would have changed anything. Um, I definitely can appreciate having my daughter younger. Uh, and I would say I say that because I felt like I had way more patience with her um, as opposed to, I mean, I'm only comparing it to with having her and then having my son, because I have my son at 25. 
So with her, I was um, way more patient. Um, I took time out to really kind of help mold and teach, um, things like that. Um, like time, what is time? Um, just, you know, I made like personalized tapes for because we would commute from San Francisco. I mean, from San Francisco to Vallejo every morning. So I made tapes for her in Spanish and counting, things like that. Um, so we would listen to the, the tapes back and forth to San Francisco during our commute. So that's what I mean by time. Uh, we did Hooked on Phonics. Um, old school. Definitely old school. I feel like I'm an old school parent, yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Technically, yeah, you are old school. Uh, yeah, technically I am old school. That's funny. I mean, it's 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 funny to hear you say it. I kind of brush it off when my daughter says it because I'm like, okay, well, I'm your mom. So you're right. supposed to feel that way. But hearing you yeah. say it is hilarious. <laughs> so, Hooked on Phonics, has that excelled her um, in education? I think so. Uh, she was reading by the time she went to kindergarten, like reading books, kind of have books. Um, so, of course, they tried being here in Sacramento. They tried to skip her twice. Um, I didn't let her skip because I, I just believe a child go through each grade and there's a purpose. So I felt like if they were to skip her, it would kind of force her to grow up faster than I felt like she should. So um, I was going to be creative and she was like a TA in kindergarten, like helping the other kids write her name. Like it was she. She definitely has, you know, star qualities. So when she becomes someone, you know, we'll look look back on all her tapes and all her this interview, and she's like I, I could say, I knew, I knew she was gonna be a star. <laughs> right. So I have a question. Yes. Usually this is where the conversations go a little. Uh, okay. <laughs> so okay. So let's say your kid is doing good. Mm -hmm. so they want to promote them. If they mature faster, would that not be a better thing just on how the things are going on in this world? Um, I don't I don't I don't think it would be a better thing necessarily. Um I feel like I feel like every grade is made for a purpose. Um I have a few people in my family that was skipped and it, it to me, it seemed like they had a harder life than just going through each grade. Um, like harder they, in what way? Just like real fast. So I had a little cousin who was 14 in like as a senior or a junior, and she tried to keep up with you know 16 and 17 year olds. So she was basically forced to live the lifestyle of a 16 and 17 year olds so it was like she you know was dating boys early then sneaking out and just things that that doesn't come until you get age appropriate I feel like what is age appropriate to you um hey, I, mom, I'm pregnant no well I mean we have to keep in mind the cons when we think about the good things so okay if she, if she if she was to go and do anything earlier than you would have thought mm -hmm. the possibility of being pregnant earlier is high, highly likely. So, hey, mom, I'm pregnant. At what age do you say, ah, I'm okay with that? Um, an adult. 
18. I mean, I, I wouldn't, it's not necessarily that I would be okay with it because I feel like she can come to me at 20 and if she's not done with college, then I probably most likely wouldn't be okay with it, but I would accept it because she's an adult. So I say 18 just for the simple fact that she would be an adult, um, legally grown and, you know, hopefully able to take care of her responsibilities. Gotcha. So you, you think socially she may have a hard time, our kids may have a hard time socially when they're shifted, right? Um, I think so, yeah. I feel like they're just forced with the older crowd. Um, and as we know, peer pressure is real and is definitely becoming, you know, more and more bullying and, and things like that. So I definitely think it forces them to grow up faster. And it's just something that I wasn't, I mean, and I could be wrong. It just wasn't something that I was willing to gamble with. So I felt like the teachers could be creative. And now looking back, you know, she's 14 and, um, going to the ninth grade. And she would have been 14 going to the 10th grade or the 11th grade. It's just That means she would have been going to prom at 15 years old, 14, right. 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like I'm, I'm not ready to, like, let my baby go at 14 or 15. Like, right. oh, my gosh, I'm setting you up for a prom. I got to get your hair, makeup. You know, it's, just, right. it's not something that I wanted to experience. Even though you're 30. Even though I'm 32. Two, 30 yeah. Yes, yes. Add my two years, Add honey. So you have a son as well. I have a son as well. Yeah. How is that? Um, what do you mean? How is well, just yeah, how is it having? Definitely different personalities for sure. Right. Um, my daughter, I would say for the most part, she's just like maybe what every mother would want in a daughter. She's well behaved. She gets good grades. She listens. She's respectful. Um, things like that. My son, he's a boy's boy and then he's just like me as far as personality so it's a little scary because he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it um, regardless of the consequence so he's definitely a risk taker out of the two out of the two yes he's like my rebellious one being a woman raising a son father in the life father in the life father yes Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we have to applaud these things. Oh, definitely, yes. definitely. I feel like I, I really, I really lucked up um, when with their father. Um, he's definitely a good dad, a provider. So I have no complaints there. It's like when, when my friends, you know, complain, I have no words of wisdom. Like I have words of wisdom, of course, but I can't relate. You know what I'm saying? Because it's right. something that I've never been through. So I can't touch on something that I've never been through. And I'm definitely grateful for that. Is this something you knew ahead of time? Because most women don't think about the man that they get with right. uh, in the moment, because again, some cons to some people's lifestyles right. could be a baby. So right. you don't know what man you're going to get when it comes time. I agree. So, so is this even something that women think about or that you even, like, you guys talk about, like, hey, girl, you know what, I think it's time. We're going to take the condom off. You know what? The funny story with this. <laughs> this is funny. I can't wait to hear so, 
No, it's it's not it's not even really funny. It's just like when I think when I think back to the question that you just asked me, it's like when we first met, he wasn't my type. So I was just like, mm, no, I was I, I wasn't attracted to him. Um, he sent somebody over there to talk to me, and I was like, I will tell him to come over here and talk to me himself. So we ended up talking and things like that. But fast forwarding to when I got pregnant, um, I wasn't gonna keep. Um, my daughter so I was just like no I'm too young I can't have a, mm -mm. and so when I went to him this is this is how I really kind of had a feeling when I went to him and told him he was like well you know whatever you want to do it's your choice I'm not gonna make you you know I'm not gonna tell you what decision to make if you want to keep it I'm on board if you want to get rid of it just let me know I'm on board. So that was kind of comforting to know that I have, you know, the decision. Because like I said, with my friends, it was like, I'm not ready for this. You know, this, that, and the third. I need right. you to get rid of it and stuff like that. So that was comforting. Um, but I wasn't supposed to, I mean, I, my plan was to have an abortion. That was right. my plan. And uh, because that was my plan, I went maybe like six months and nobody knew so my mom kept like I know you're pregnant I'm like no I'm not no I'm not because my family don't believe in abortions so of course I had to keep the secret if I was planning on getting an abortion right and um yeah <laughs> I'm cool story brah <laughs> Well, you know, well, that's actually a good thing. Uh, and those are telltale signs right there, you know. You might not get the text back. <laughs> you know, right. you might, might say right. you need to talk, and it's right. like, uh, I right. don't have time. But, I mean, it, it was crazy just how, you know, how it ended up, because, like I said, he wasn't my, he wasn't my type. And then um, just hearing, having him, you know, say those comforting, com what? <laughs> comforting words to me, it was kind of like, oh, okay, the light kind of, you know, switched on, but. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, so, so he's not your type. Let's see. We're gonna, we're gonna, we see. We keep going. We're just gonna keep going. Okay. So he's not your type. Well, he wasn't he, my type. He man. wasn't your type at uh -huh. one point. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep him at that on the right side. Okay. So we have the left side. Okay. What is your type? Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Them DMs uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me not touch the mic. Okay. None of that didn't happen. <laughs> right. Okay. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Where were we? Oh, well, okay, cool. So, we got, what is your type? Boom, okay. shotgun. Where we at? So, as far as, like, everything, like. I don't know. You said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the type is anyway. <laughs> have a type I know that I am a staple sexual though so uh, that what means that? that means um, I'm attracted to intelligence so I do like men who can touch on maybe if you could touch a little bit on eat on every subject you know just have maybe a sl slight bit of knowledge um, that's attractive to me so that guy is like uh, let's say you say hey I was at the store and I got racially profiled and all that. And then he goes, dang, that's crazy. 
would that not be enough? Is that what you mean? Like he has to have something to say like, hey, I know what you mean. It happened to me. Or or, or just not not have something to say. Be like, you know, I never, like, say, oh, well, dang, I never experienced that or ever. Or we, it, it opens up a floor for discussion. You know what I'm right. saying? So to be able to touch on the topics that I bring up as far as being racially profiled and giving examples and things like that, um, if he can touch on the subjects of it and, and make sense and know what he's talking about, then that's attractive to me. Um, as far as physical, I would just say somebody that, you know, maintains themselves well. So like nice teeth and, um, <laughs> no, um, no husky fellas is what you're saying. I, I, I didn't say that. Why? So husky people don't take care of their teeth? Husky. You said, <laughs> I thought you said in shape. I, you said in shape. I, I said takes good care of their bodies. So I feel like a husky person can take good care of their bodies. Um, I would love to know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like I, <laughs> I would really love to. That's that. hilarious! Oh my gosh! And for the record, uh, I only go off of what. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. Okay, so maybe they don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can answer this question and not sound like a crazy person. Um. Let me think about my answer. <laughs> because if they're husky, then that means they're not taking care of their body, right? I don't, I don't know. Right. Okay, so. Your listeners will be the judge of that. So, okay. Let's, let's, let's stay off the husky. <laughs> Seems like that isn't going anywhere too fast. If a man, if a man is missing, if a man is missing a tooth in the front, but he has all of the other attributes What's all the other attributes? Like everything else, like financially stable. Whenever you, whenever, uh, I'm moving my hands, ladies and gentlemen, whatever your type is. Oh yeah, definitely. My sister's a dentist, so. so no, no, I'm just saying he was like, that's his thing. You know how Nas had the chipped tooth and it was just like. So he wanted to keep the missing tooth? Well, it was kind of like, I don't know, whatever the case is, but it's this like is a like fashion. his thing. Well, no, it's not a fashion, it's his thing. You know how some girls got like, if they had like fights, they, they, they earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with my sister being a dentist, it's like I don't know if I can be okay with someone that is voluntarily keeping a missing tooth in the front of their mouth. I don't know if. Would do you have anything about yourself that could be cosmetically changed um, that you just feel it's just a part of you? No. 
That is an honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of conviction in the eyes. I don't think she blinked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the lie detector so, test determined you were telling the right. truth. So, so we have this husky, you got me no crying. guy. We have the husky no tooth. Guy. He's husky so, and he has no tooth. This is what you're describing as no. This isn't your type at all. Like he can't. What are you willing to deal with? Um. Not deal. I don't want to say deal with. What would you be cool if he had a tooth and if, for whatever reason it was not medically possible to put a tooth back in? If he was with you, y'all was you know together for a year. Bam, got in a fight. All four of his front teeth come out. You still gonna stay there? Um. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies. And <laughs> this is what you. I am. You know what? To be honest, um, I I don't know. I think. <sighs> I mean, these are things people have to think about. Like, I don't right. mind being with you right now, but I wasn't expecting you to be paralyzed from the neck down. I mean, and that's true. I feel like. But I feel like that's that, true. That if somebody's paralyzed from the neck down and you were with them for a year, you have a hard time with that. See, it's it's kind of it's kind of selfish because I I feel like I might I would have a hard time with it maybe, but I would feel some type of way if somebody had a hard you know if somebody didn't want to accept it if it was me. Um, I feel like I would understand though for sure, but I would moving definitely. Forward. Huh? As far as moving forward though. As far as moving forward, yeah. So say like, God forbid, something happens to me and I'm paralyzed. Like I would have, I would definitely have a hard time accepting the fact that somebody didn't want to move forward with me. Right. But then I don't know if I can honestly say that I would want to move forward with that person. It's like if if we were married, <laughs> then okay. You know, I signed up for better or for worse, mm -hmm. for sure. I feel like that's the only thing that deserves for better or for worse to be married. So I, I get to choose. You know, if we're not married whether it's a year or four years I get to choose my happiness at this point so it's like if if taking care of you every single day you know and we're not married is is stripping me from my happiness then no I, it's not something that I'm willing to like I'm not willing to to sacrifice my happiness for it I have two I have two questions uh-huh so we have marriage mm-hmm now, let's just say you thought, you don't, well, you know, you're, you're God, so we're back on the right side. If you would have never had a baby, you know, like you, you, sometimes you don't meet people at the best them. Right. You know, so that year of you guys being together, probably, obviously, you're not going to get married in the first year. It's just... Doesn't really make sense, and for right. some people it does. Some people it does. Some people it does, but for some people that don't, a year isn't really going to work. This could have possibly been your future husband, but this kind of curveballed it based on an accident. Um, I feel like everything happens for a reason. So if <laughs> <laughs> wait, why is that? Why is that hey, funny? Hey, we didn't get married in time. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. I was just saying, like, <laughs> I, love I, just, you, I, I, did, 
I didn't sign up for this, you know? And it's like, I, I don't I don't even know if that's a selfish thing for real. I honestly don't know. Um, because I, it's, and it happens sometimes with me. I don't know if I'm being selfish or not because sometimes I can be selfish. So I don't know if that's a selfish thing to say or if that's like, you know, a right thing to say, but it's honestly how I feel, so. Right. Okay. So in the second question, um, what's the biggest difference in a relationship when you get married? You've been together for three years, mm -hmm. and then you get married. What in the relationship changes? When you're married? Well, I, in my... In opinion, because I'm not married. So. It, it, would be, it would still be your opinion because your way probably wouldn't work for someone else's. Right. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. But I, I'm, I'm not giving my personal experience. That's no, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I feel like the diff. I feel like the whole purpose in being in a relationship is to kind of mold and push you towards and help you grow towards being in a marriage. I feel like nothing really changes. But me personally, I feel like. Um, as a wife, I, I would definitely t be submissive, um, and I, I wouldn't probably be as submissive in a relationship as opposed to being in a marriage. I definitely believe in letting a man be a man and letting him lead the way. Um, so that's definitely something that would change. <clears throat> I would definitely consult with with my husband first before making any decisions in a relationship. I'll just, you know, make my own decision as, as I see fit. But when I'm married, I, I would definitely consult with my husband first before making any decision. And I will always <clears throat> think about and take in deep consideration about putting his feelings first. Um, I think... That's, I feel like I wouldn't, maybe I would have like maybe three times to say no to sex. Um, other than that, I feel like, you know, sex is whenever he wants it as, as my husband. Right. Yeah. What, why not just do that anyway? Um, that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like for marriage to happen for, for a man, for mar marriage, you get this. I'm, I'm kind of already getting it. So if we get married, why? What do I get now? That's what I just said. So no, I'm this is what because everybody's different, right? Right. Let's uh -huh. just say there's a certain percentage of people who, let's say, they have a boyfriend, boyfriend, and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You're together for a year. You move in. You get, you know, and then you do whatever's that. You have a kid, right? All right, cool, we're going to get married. Sometimes that's a thing. Right. If that is a thing, how does that... I don't know. It's, I, don't, I don't even know what happened. Just now. I feel like we were talking about it. Like, why, you said, like, why, why not yeah, do it why now? Not, yeah, why not just do it now? So, because it's like, we've been doing it for the last <laughs> two years but as a family. As a family, so... The married now with me getting all the perks. Right. Bam. We're married now. Why do I need to marry you? What what do what is the thing? So that's why names. Like it's just it's just What I'm saying you're already doing it though. But I'm not doing not everything. You, not, what wouldn't you if you're living together, 
I mean, I get to choose. I get to choose when I want to have sex or when I don't want to have sex. Whenever I don't, I don't. Um, it's just like certain things are are taken off the table. It's like certain, maybe certain positions. Maybe you're not gonna get all of the freak when you know it's there and you know I'm capable of being X, Y, and Z. So it's like give you little samples and feed you little bird crumbs. Right. Feed, you know, a pigeon bird crumbs. The same pigeon is gonna come back every day. You know, to see what you got next or see how much more you have to give it. So I mean, I, I don't. No, I just give it out in little increments because like you the same thing why marry you and my grandma always said why buy a cow if you can get the milk for free you know so it's like with, with dealing with my kids they're like I, I bounce you know like I, I feel like okay enough time has elapsed we're not at this point it's time for me to go what what is that point what is it just like the marriage no, you know what, what, what I don't I don't like you would know the point you were in it oh what was the point yeah, that said yeah, I, yeah, I mean you know after like what Eight years? Eight years is a long time. Eight, eight years of consistently being in a relationship. somewhat healthy. Was it healthy? Mm, See, we, you, you, sometimes if you, because you think about the relationship. Right. We've been together for 10. Let's just 10 is it even, it's even right. break down. We've been together for 10 years, mm -hmm. but we were really together at the worst time of our lives. Right. Me trying to find out who I am. Right. You trying to find out who you are. So yeah. the first three years was really just BS. Right. So we swiped that away. You did your thing for a year. I did my thing for a year. We came back, but we still always kept in contact. Right. Do we really hold on to 10 whole years of you not being who you really were supposed to be at whatever point? Okay, so so with that, that and that's a good question, but with that, um, I didn't. I, I didn't hold on. It's like, okay, when, when we started back after the, okay, let's say, let's throw the eight years out the window, right? When we tried it again, it was him that was holding on to it. You know right. what I'm saying? So he was holding on to me not knowing who I was and me, you know, he basically, I was 17 years old, you know, when we first started. <clears throat> When we first met and started talking and everything, and he was older. 17 years old. So <laughs> I don't know why anybody would not be 17 years old and not be 17 years old so, with somebody else. So mentally, he was older. I agree. Go ahead, though. I just mentally, physically, all that, he was older. So it's like, it's like, but he, he held on to a lot of things. So afterwards, when we came back and tried to start it again, it was like he was harboring all these old things to where it's like, okay, I had, you know, I, had, I needed time to figure out who I was, to grow up, to be a mom. Um, you know what I'm saying? I need to figure out all of these things in, into one. So it didn't work because of that. I felt like I was steadily evolving and, and you know what I'm saying? We kind of, like I was evolving this way and he was evolving that way. So right. we grew apart. <clears throat> but yeah, so I definitely agree. Like maybe, you know, you're not at your best and you have to go through bumps and bruises and it's not a, a whole healthy eight years, but I, I definitely can say that I, I did try again when I felt like I knew what I wanted and out of life, out of myself, who I was and what I wanted to do and, you know, my expectations. Right. Seems like you have everything all figured out. I, not everything. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you have you always had goals? Definitely. Um, I make it a point to kind of set goals monthly, um, weekly, daily, yearly. 
uh, and I and I be I, I'm very realistic with this so that I don't set myself up for failure. So yes, I definitely have a goal in which the time I want to be married and all of that. <laughs> what what is one failure that you've learned from that you're going to make sure that your kids like don't make that same type of mistake slash failure type. Um, a failure just like growing up or period? Your life. I don't know you. One failure that I... Something that you just, you know, like, ah, you know what? This is something I, that really changed my outlook on this and this is why I am who I am today. Unless you've never learned from anything you failed on or you're just perfect. No, of course not. Um, I'm trying to, I was... Wasn't ready for this question. <laughs> <laughs> you said that? Yes! <laughs> Wait, when did I say failure? <laughs> so wait, so one failure that I've made that I learned from that I don't want my kids to make? Yeah, that you're going to make sure, you know, obviously if you didn't do good in school, you're going to make sure that your kids do good in school. So, like, you know, something like that. Um, nah. See, that's, that's kind of a tricky question. Um... It wasn't all the way my fault. It was <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It everything was my fault. But I'm just saying, like, it, it was a lot of things that I did. But like, it's like I fought a lot in high school. I went to like five high schools, so I feel like that was, you know, pretty much a failure. Like I had to graduate during summer school, so that was pretty much, you know, uh, well, it wasn't a failure because I did it. But at the same time, I didn't do it, you know, the way that my mom wanted me to. Um, so it's it's kind of that's a tricky kind of question. Of course, I wouldn't want my daughter to have a kid at 19, right. but I don't look at that, me having a kid at 19, as, as something that I failed at. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, let me think. Just, I feel like, I don't know, because I feel like already my daughter makes better choices right. than I made at 14. I mean, like, I, you know. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't having sex. <laughs> I wasn't doing it. I mean, you know, I was. I, yeah. So, so keeping it, keeping it, keeping it. Keep it, keep it, keep it keep, I, this is why I stopped doing it for a minute. I wasn't doing anything that I. Wasn't supposed to, I wasn't having sex. Let's just leave it at that. Okay? No type of sexual anything. Okay. So, a question. Mm -hmm. If you grew up in San Francisco. Yes. Fast paced. Mm -hmm. Some say if you move or you live in the city, kind of got to grow up a little faster. Yes? No? Maybe yeah, so. I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, then Sacramento? I, didn't, I don't know. I'm just anywhere that is not a pop, like a, a major city. Right. You know, fast paced is. Yeah, fast paced. Uh, mm -hmm. So, do you think by you being 19, having a baby, you were kind of already pretty mature at 19, just being in the city. Do you think if you took her out of an environment like that, she would grow up a little, not immature, but a little more, uh, she won't probably be aware of certain dangers that like a major city would, you know, some right. of those kids are up on a lot of things a lot earlier right. than they are in smaller towns. So. Right. Do you think that could actually hurt her in the future or help her? Um, 
You know what? That's a that's a good question. I feel like so first I wasn't mature at 19. Like I was still fighting. I had a fight six months pregnant and got stabbed. So I was nowhere near mature um, when I was 19. But I do feel like being born and raised in San Francisco, I want to say it exposed me to a lot of things. But really, I, my mom raised me in a in a bubble, so it. It really didn't, you know, like, although it was fast paced, I didn't really get to feel the fast pace until when I got to middle school. It was like I had snuck and did things. So because my mom worked a lot and I don't know. I don't know if that like I feel like maybe if I would have been in Sacramento, then maybe I would have been different. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if it's a help or hurt thing. Like, I don't know, because my daughter, like, she's done both as well. So she's been in Sacramento and she's been in San Francisco. But she wasn't, she hasn't been, like, exposed to the projects like I was. You know, so she's, she's balanced. But now she works in the projects. So I feel, so she gets, when she first saw a girl, you know, being loud on the bus, she was right. just like, oh, my gosh, mom, like, I had this crazy experience today. You know, just oblivious to what was going on around her. So I'm definitely, I definitely think that she need, you know, some of the city in her for sure because it definitely teaches you how to be diverse and how to adapt into whatever environment you're put in because of the culture of San Francisco. So I think it's important. I think it, in the long run it might help her. Right. Wow. And for, for some people, they don't know San Francisco does have rough areas. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's rough. It's downtown. Um, That's a rough area, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides where they put the shopping centers. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's, it's basically like all projects in San Francisco. Right. So, it's almost like you got to either sacrifice. It's, it's so many different ways you can go. Because you could let her go another grade up, she's going to still be maturing faster. And then you mm -hmm. put her in the city, she's still going to mature faster. How big is the people? Because sometimes uh, how you look attracts a certain group of people who you may not, you know, right. you should hang out with because of how you are growing, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Are you picking friends or are you just going to say, ah, you know what? I don't pick friends, but I pick schools. So the schools that I pick um, are based off of high test scores, uh, things like that. So in a sense, I'm kind of picking friends right. or I'm picking the crowd. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So different groups of people, of course, as we know, is you get different outcomes right. of you know, of, like you said, the environment. So it's like nature versus nurture. Right. So I feel like that's probably one of the, the best decisions that I'm making for her as far as growing up in San Francisco. But again, like, I, I don't feel like she's growing up fast. If anything, I feel like she's behind a lot. And I, I don't say behind as in a bad thing. I'm saying behind as in a good thing because I feel like the, 
you know, 14 now in San Francisco, they're nose piercings and half tops and all they want to talk about is boys. And so um, one, the best thing I feel like with my daughter is we have an amazing relationship. So she, her and I talk uh, and it's like, she'll come and share with me like, you know, like I, I'm not friends with this person because all she wants to do is gossip. And I'm, you know, I'm not, I really don't want to talk about that. So it kind of gives me an eye like, okay, great. So I feed that, you know what I'm saying? Okay, daughter, that's great. Like you, you're doing, you're right on track. You're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. So I feel, you know, I, I think it's like I said, nature versus is nurtured right well i mean nobody has the answers everybody's just trying right you know, exactly you know, so. exactly but it's very important that you try something <laughs> <laughs> just don't do nothing. You gotta try something. You gotta try something. <laughs> okay so i know people are going to be like okay 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 we get it. okay so we're gonna we know we're gonna have to wrap it up at some point so i have like two more questions so okay uh what is one thing you did yesterday yesterday being anything in your life that you did that you would not do tomorrow, which is your future? Um, has to be one. I would say... Those who are hearing it. Because I, I, I did a lot of things yesterday that I wouldn't do tomorrow, so... I mean, look, man, we... You're gonna answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> this is the closing. I, I know. Um, let me. One thing I did yesterday. Uh, I will, uh, <laughs> That's a hard. It's, it's like a list. It isn't a list. And if there is a list, you can pick one off of it. Okay, give me. I need like that's like such a a broad question. <laughs> okay, okay, give me one example. Just give me one example. As, okay, uh, when I get mad, when I get mad, I'm not gonna throw things because when I threw something, my kids saw it and that made me feel like this. So now tomorrow, which I, I make like it's something that you make strides to never kind of do again. It, like if you cheated before. I'm not gonna cheat again. Things like that, you know, like growing up type <laughs> stuff. Like something where you saw yourself like, ah, this was weak and now I can grow from that. And it's off to your decision. Um And that was a horrible example. Just throwing that out there. I would say I would say maybe spitefulness. Spitefulness. Yes. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. That, like from my uh, urban community, evil, vindictive, like, revengeful, window breaking. Yeah, like whatever it was to get back at you, you said, for doing. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. When I mean, when I said window breaking, you said yeah, and then you went to something else. I'm I saying like, you get mad. Oh, you cheated on me. I'm gonna go break your windows to a man's car. Or like, get a hold to your social security number and like mess up your life. People, if you've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies, <laughs> why? Secrets. You ever wonder why? But but see that Stuff that. Like <laughs> no, it's spite. I mean, hurting people hurt people. Right. So that that's one thing that I did in the past. You know, when I was hurt. 
it was a goal. I was, I wouldn't stop at anything to make that person feel what I felt. And that's definitely something that I would not do tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because right. just growing up, you learn two wrongs don't make a right. And you know, just growing up, you learn, you, you put it aside and karma is definitely a bitch. Can I say that? Sorry. You've so. already said <laughs> Right. 17 year olds with 17 year olds. <laughs> So I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely a strong believer, you know, in, in karma and God. And I just, you know, that that's the space that I am in now. So it's definitely, uh, the spitefulness is something that I for sure wouldn't do tomorrow. Right. Okay. And, uh, to close it out, um, what's one, what's one word that can describe you? Only you one? Max, you can max out at four. <laughs> Dang, only four? Let me think. Um, and if this is like, uh, if I had to have a first impression of you, I would get these things from just an encounter with you. Like those four. You know, like right. some people you can just tell, like, okay, they don't lie. They don't right, 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 right. Um, I would definitely say loyalty, honesty, um, I guess bubbly, like a energetic bubbly and energetic is one word just i'm putting those two together um and then i would just say you know uh, rare rare i feel like yeah one of a kind so eccentric fellas Catch you on that time. Okay. Um, all right. Well, again, uh, thanks for coming by. We're definitely going to have a part two. I think we talked for almost an hour. Um, okay. Part two. Part two for sure. Again, your name is? Darla Edwards. Any social media? Yes. So I'm her. She's me one on Snapchat. What? Easy. <laughs> 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 on Facebook and then I'm I'm her she's me one all one word on Snapchat yeah no Instagram I mean I have Instagram but I'm never on it and it's like it, I would have to go through too much to like explain it because it's Darla Amani three six so <laughs> What's so, much? So I got like three different days. You know, but you explained it, and you said it was gonna take. <laughs> All right, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Seems like you've been here for too long. I, am I no, not here today? No way, because then somebody was like, "Oh, how do you spell Imani?" Like you know what I'm saying? I don't spell it. So, you didn't break down he's him, she's her thing. I mean, everybody knows how to spell I'm her, she's me, right? I don't know. And then some add a one e's. at the end. Some people have two E's and somebody else. No, people, but we're talking about like the literally the word I'm, the literally, literally. her. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like names. Names aren't involved in this one. Uh, As opposed to like Nisha Edwards. Now that uh, might be two E's, right. you know. But it's N-E-S-H-A, by the way. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that's good. Now, this is supposed to be over, but I can't let you <laughs> with that last statement. What, what last statement? It, it, it's crazy for me to think 
that there's two E's or two I's and how you spell your, no, wait, wait, on how you spell your, your social media name, right? But I'm supposed to think bubbly and energetic. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, well, they are words. <laughs> wait a minute. No, we're not going to close all of it. I said I was going to put this together. They're kind of one and the same. Bubbly energy. You got to put the energy behind the bubbly. WN14. I don't know what episode this is, but you will see it. I'll put all the correct spelling in the bottom. This is crazy. I think this is the loudest audio I've ever had in my right ear. My mic got dropped three times. It's bananas. But anyway, uh, thank you again. It was a pleasure. Uh, and I'm glad to see that through all the fights you've had in your career, you still have your earlobes. So anyway, <laughs> just figured it Earlobe, out. all my teeth. All the teeth. I'm not paralyzed. And, Thank you, Jesus. And for the husky fellas out there. <laughs> Happening DMs, man. Thank you, uh, no, I'm in a situation ship, okay? Situation ship, we definitely need a conversation. I'm gonna get out of here. This bubbly, energetic person has to go, and that's the correct thing. I can't deal with you. That was hilarious. You're hella funny. Wait.